0: campers and welcome back to another episode of half bloods and happy meals today we're going to continue our PJO journey with chapters three and four of the lightning thief so before we get into those chapters i just wanted to say hi uh how are you guys uh how's everything going with you i just wanted to give you a reminder that the show might not be on all your podcasting apps yet It will be up there in a week or two weeks, I'm not sure of the time period right now but when it does come I just want you to do me a small favor, just rate and review the show, Uh, let me know how I did, any rating helps, any review helps, thank you so much for listening and without any further ado let's get into chapters 3 and 4 of the lightning thief. So let's get into chapter 3, Grover unexpectedly loses his trousers. So, I guess in some versions it's trousers, in some versions it's pants. I'm not sure. You might have the pants version. Uh, I have the one with trousers. Trousers sounds formal, don't you think? Like pants is... I mean, do do British people say pants? Trousers is a more American version. I am not sure. Okay, (laughs) Let's, let's move on, let's move on. So, Percy starts the chapter, and he's like, I have a confession to make. I ditched Grover. <laughs> he's like, I left. It was not happening. Grover was freaking out. And I was like, I'm going home by myself. I don't care. He's like, he like he doesn't care now. And he's he went home by himself. But it was a bit irresponsible of Percy to do that. I mean, uh... You should have, at least, you should have brought Grover with you. Percy, be responsible. Okay? <laughs> okay, so he goes to East 104th and 5th Avenue. First, First Avenue, sorry. Why are there so many ants in between? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Before we meet his mom, he describes her. And I think we, we get to know that he really likes her. And uh, she is his. He is, she is his role model and a type, a pe- a person in his life, the light of his life. And um, it, and he's like, yeah, the best people have the rottenest luck, and sometimes that's true, you know. Some g- good people have really bad luck sometimes. So he describes that her Sally's parents died in a plane crash when she was five and she was raised by an uncle who didn't care about her. It's like, hmm, it's sad, it's heartbreaking. And she's a novelist who went to high school working to save enough money for college with a good creative writing program, but then her uncle got cancer and she had to quit school in her senior year to take care of him. Oh my god, it's a tragic life, damn. So she couldn't, she had no family and no diploma. It's like, Oh my god, Sally has the worst luck, but it is evident by this chapter that she keeps helping Percy and she keeps supporting Percy and that's, Sally is like the best mother figure ever written. Sally is Queen, Queen Sally. Uh, From now on we shall refer to her as Queen Sally. (laughs) Um, Oh and yeah, Percy describes his dad. Um, not Gabe, his other dad, his, his dad, his real dad. By Sally's description, he was a tall, handsome, rich guy, and, uh, he's lost at sea. Hmm, curious. Who could that be? Who could that be, Percy? Percy, rack your brain. Uh, the the first time I read that, I was like, "Oh, uh, it's definitely that one God that we know about." I'm not gonna give it away because it's a spoiler. It's a pretty big spoiler, so I mean, if you got it by now, it's 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 a pretty easy, it's a pretty easy fact to get by now. You should know, but I'm not gonna give it away. Okay, let's move on. We get introduced to Gabe, who is the worst. He likes. He likes throwing poker parties, and he likes drinking beer in his house, and so it smells like cigars and beer and I don't know if a cigarette and a cigar smells the same, but i I hate the smell of a cigarette. it smells so bad, so I can just imagine how how Percy's house smells like hmm, oh, it gives me chills thinking about that, yeah, okay. Uh, and it's, it's funny that he refers to him as Smelly Gabe, so Sally will be Queen Sally, Gabe will be Smelly Gabe, and his last name is Ugliano, so nice Rick, Ugly, Ugliano, yeah, w- we hate this guy already, yep, and, and uh, the first thing Gabe does is ask Percy for money, and I'm like, you're asking a 12 year old for money? you have sense do you have any semblance of sense you little okay i'm not gonna swear i'm gonna try to keep it under control even though it's an explicit podcast uh, i'm gonna try to keep it under control gabe is the worst let's move on <laughs> and yeah so percy goes in his room it's full of beer cans and uh gabe's been living there it's a study but when his mom comes in, he forgets about all of that, and uh he just feels warm, you know it's it even though he hasn't seen his mom in like a long time, he knows that she's a warming presence she's a calming presence for him uh and she she asks him how he's been she asks she fawns over him, caresses him, and yeah. Sally is a good mom. Sally is a great mom. Uh, okay, yeah, she, she, yeah, of course she works at a candy store. Typical. She's the sweetest person, so she, she obviously has to sm- sell candy, right? <laughs> that just makes sense. And uh, Percy asks if they're going anywhere. Sally's like, "Yes, Montauk." Is it Montauk? Montauk. Montauk, right? Yeah, sorry, Mon- Montauk, not Montauk. And Percy's like, yes. They're so we find out that they always go to Montauk when Percy comes home from school. And then Gabe butts in. He's like, where's my bean dip? It's like, you idiot. Can you not wait? They're having a conversation. This dude is not civilized at all. Uh, Why did Sally marry him? I will not know. I mean... I do know, but mm, it still makes me angry that he's with Sally and she doesn't get a proper mm, relationship. Oh my god, I'm frustrated. Uh, You know I'm frustrated when I can't talk properly. And that's half of the time, I can't talk properly. Okay, moving on. Uh, So, and Percy doesn't tell Sally about... uh, the encounter at the Metropolitan Museum and whatever he's been feeling at Yancey lately and I'm like mm, Percy you should tell her it's it's the best decision to s- tell Sally because she will take care of it she's your mom and I don't think you should lie to her about that if, if I mean if I saw like a, a hag with leathery wings uh, lunge at me and I and I killed it with a sword, and it turned to dust. I'll probably tell my parents. Yes, they won't believe me, but, I, but I'll tell them, because that's that's uh, yeah. You should tell your you should tell your mom. Come on, Percy, tell your mom. <laughs> I mean, she finds out anyways in this chapter, but you should have told her from the start. Okay, so they take Gabe's Camaro. And uh, while leaving, Percy does the the gesture that he saw Grover do when they were on the highway, when when the three old ladies were knitting the socks of death. So he does the gesture, the claw over the heart, and then pushes away towards Gabe. And he just, f- the door slams on his butt, and he just flies inside, and like, yes, payback. <laughs> uh, okay so they leave for Montauk and as they go there Percy notices that his mom becomes younger Uh, her eyes uh, look like the sea and uh, he does he says that they've been visiting Montauk ever since he was born and his mom even before that uh, I think her his dad and mom met on Montauk and I think he always asks this question like who was his dad? What do you look like? Where did he go? And his mom's like, I don't know. He, She doesn't have any answers. After that, blue food. Yeah, we can't forget blue food. Uh, he describes why he likes blue food. Uh, and that's because uh, Gabe didn't think blue food was real. So he was like, that's not real. And they got... And Sally and him got into an argument, and Sally's like, okay, I'll make everything blue from now on. Blue pancakes, blue eggs and waffles, blue chips, blue cookies, blue everything. And that's just amazing. (laughs) Yeah, and that night at the cabin in Montauk, Percy has a dream about a white horse and a golden eagle. Uh, He dreams that the horse and the eagle are fighting. And he's trying to stop them from fighting, but he can't stop them. Uh, and they're going to kill each other. He, he knows they're going to kill each other, but he can't stop them from fighting. Hmm. Um, so I guess, without giving out any spoilers, the white horse might refer to Poseidon, and the eagle might refer to Zeus. i just throwing that out there something to think about and then he, Percy wakes up in a hurricane and are are hurricanes frequent in New York? I don't think so right? like hurricanes aren't frequent so this is a rare occurrence um yeah and then he sees Grover and we come to the title of the chapter Grover loses his pants where's his pants Um, he's a furry guy from the bottom. He has cloven hooves. Yeah, Grover's a centaur. Not a A centaur? Oh my god. No, a satyr. Wow. I just said that Grover was a centaur. Facepalm. Facepalm moment. Okay. He's a satyr. Yeah. Grover's a satyr. And, uh, I think Grover screams something, in uh, in Greek, and Percy understands him. Ooh, hinting at something. Hmm. I'm not even gonna try pronouncing the Greek words because I'm gonna mess up. the The Greek words that are in English are hard to pronounce. This will be even harder, so I'm not even gonna try. Uh, he says yeah he yells it's right behind me you didn't you tell her and Percy's mom's like dude tell me now what the hell happened at Yancey and Percy's like oh my god three three old ladies uh, cut the yarn and then Mrs. Dodds flew at Mr. Dodds I was gonna go call her Mr. Mr. Dodds again Mm, okay (laughs) three old ladies and Mrs. Dodds flew at me and I sliced her with a sword and she vaporized And Sally's like, oh my god, why didn't you tell me this before? And I was like, "Hmm. Percy, you should have told her before. You should have told her before. Why didn't you tell her before? (laughs) She's like, oh my god, go. Go to the car now, both of you. And then he, yeah, then I guess Percy notices now that Grover is a satyr. Almost a centaur again. No, he's not a centaur, he's a satyr. Because he has cloven hooves. And. The chapter ends. so a lot to talk about in this chapter. Uh, so uh, we, we get a lot of backstory about Percy and about his mother. Uh, we get why Percy loves his mother so much now we get another you know, the relationship uh, developed more like in one chapter we understand that Percy and Sally are so close they can they can't be separated ever. Uh, There's not a single moment where they'll be separated and it's insane like one chapter to develop one character and Rick already did his best on Sally. She is the queen. She is Queen Sally. End of discussion. (laughs) Uh, And we get some backstory on his dad too. Uh, We still don't know who he is but if you can guess, guess. Leave your guesses in the comments in the comments, in the reviews, anyway, we see Gabe, of course, smelly Gabe, Uh, yeah, we see Grover, we finally get to know what Grover is, like, why he has that limp and he can still run, like, really fast, because he's a satyr. And we're getting some hints to the overall plot of the book, Uh, what with the dream of the white horse and the golden eagle and everything and um yeah I think that's that's chapter three so without further ado let's move on to chapter four so chapter four my mother teaches me bullfighting and right away like bullfighting oh my god what's gonna happen in this chapter this is gonna be an action chapter right I was like yes an action chapter finally We've had a lot of exposition until now and getting some action will be great. Uh, And of course now uh, Percy told Sally the truth and they're driving away from something. Something is chasing them. Who might it be? It's revealed in this chapter, we'll see in just a second. So Percy has a lot of questions, obviously. I mean, if you find out that your friend is half goat, and your mom's been hiding something from you, and it, it's it's a lot, it's a lot to find out, in like a span, of, uh, in like a span of five minutes, it's a lot to find out. So Grover, uh, Grover tells him that they've been keeping tabs on him, to make sure that he was okay, and then he's like. Uh, don't worry, I'm still your friend, even though I'm not human, and w- our friendship was real, so that's, that's great, Grover and Percy are really friends, and I really lo- love their uh, relationship as friends uh, in this book series, it, it gets better as we go on, uh, so like, Percy, Percy asks Grover, he's like, what are you exactly, and then Grover's like, it doesn't matter, but Percy's like, you're like you're like half donkey and Grover's like oh my god what did you say i am not a donkey i'm a goat (laughs) it's is weird that Grover is offended by being called a donkey and yes we know that he's a satyr so satyrs are half man half goat um yeah and then Grover confirms another one of our suspicions The old ladies at the fruit stand weren't old ladies. Those were the fates. So the fates controlled the destiny of the gods and mortals and demigods. So that makes sense when they showed up to Percy. And Grover basically says that cutting the yarn in front of him means he's going to, I mean, someone's going to die. Percy's like, you said you as in me, right? And Grover's like, no 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 I said you as not someone else. Uh, it Grover cannot lie. Grover cannot lie at all um, and Percy just keeps asking questions and his mom's like Percy just stop asking questions for a minute there's too much to explain and there's not enough time we have to get you to safety and then uh, he's like where and from what why are we running? Um, and it it turns out they're going to the summer camp that his mom told him about. Grover's like, we're not running from much. It's just like Lord of the Dead and a few of his bloodthirstiest minions. And the Lord of the Dead. That's an obvious reference. I'm still not gonna give away any spoilers, because that's a spoiler too. But Lord of the Dead, you get it. Um, so. This is the moment where Percy realizes everything. He realizes that everything he's seen in the past few days is true. And that realization just dawns on him. He's like, oh my god. Mrs. Dodds was real. She was that thing. That bat with leathery wings and fangs in her mouth. And um, whatever happened in Yancey, it was all real. Um, And then I... after that their car gets struck by lightning. Oh my god. Zeus. Zeus is involved. Because lightning and Zeus. Hmm. So, what are you doing, Mr. Zeus? Smiting Percy Jackson, almost killing him. The car overturns and they almost they crash into a ditch. And everyone's in a daze and Percy's like We got to go together. We got to go out there and we got to go to that property line together. His mom's like, Percy, just go. We don't have time. Uh, The figure that's chasing us won't come for me. It'll only come for you. Just go. Percy's uh, Percy's stubborn. He's like, no, we're going together. I'm like, Percy, just go. Why aren't you going? I mean, if he would have gone, I... Guess his mom would have been safe, but I'm not sure because uh, the Minotaur actually does come and he overturns the car, so I guess she wouldn't have been safe. Yeah, makes sense. I guess Percy is brave in this um, instance, and oh yeah, the Minotaur is chasing them. Passephai's son, and Percy's going to say his name, but sounds like no. Names have power. Ooh. If you name something that it um um you are you're more aware of it, of course, but uh now you're more susceptible to it. Hmm. So it makes sense, I guess. Names have power. Um and of course we come to our chapter title for chapter four. My mother teaches me bullfighting. Sounds like okay. Listen up. The Minotaur can only charge in one direction, so once you see him charging, just wait until he comes really close to you and then just sidestep him because he can't turn really fast. And Percy's like, oh my god, how do you know all of this stuff? And, uh, and, hmm, Sally's so like, oh my god, I know all of this stuff, but I should have been prepared, I was too selfish keeping you near me, and, hmm, what's all that about? guess we'll find out Uh, so Percy and Grover climb the hill and then the minotaur charges them and Percy does what he's told by his mom and he sidesteps thing and uh, the minotaur just charges ahead and then Sally tries to sidestep him but then he grabs her by the neck and he squeezes and she dissolves into gold Gold dust and oh my god Sally's gone is Sally dead please don't be dead please don't die Sally I mean I know what happens but when when I read the book for the first time I thought she was dead I thought Sally was dead uh, and then we have our very first fight scene in this book Percy um Percy's really angry now. He wants to take his revenge out on the minotaur. He's like, "Oh my god, you killed my mom." Cuz he doesn't know if she's dead or not, but she might be dead, she might not, but he thinks she died. And you know, she's like, "Oh my god, you killed my mom, you little, you little shit." And he's like, "Oh my god, I'm going to beat you." So when the minotaur charges again, Percy jumps off of his head turns in midair and lands on his neck. Percy's like, oh my god, how the hell did I do that? Nobody knows, not even him. He doesn't know either. Um, After that, the minotaur is almost about to buck him off, but then he just snaps the horn right off his head. And um, when he finally does get on the ground, the minotaur charges again. Percy rolls. Ducks down and stabs him in the stabs him in the chest or the stomach. I'm not sure where. In the stomach, I guess. Percy takes the Minotaur horn, and he drags Grover to the property line. Not much of a protector, Grover is he? Huh? Well, anyways, Percy drags Grover to the property line, and then he um. Uh, he passes out. He calls for help. Passes out. And when he wakes up, he sees a familiar looking, scruffy looking face. And he sees um, a blonde, pretty blonde girl. And the familiar voice says what does it say? Oh my god. Uh silence, Annabeth. He's still conscious. Bring him inside. And Annabeth said, He's the one he must be. who So Kind of a chosen one situation <laughs> going on here, and finally Annabeth is here. Yes, if you haven't read the books, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But yes, just remember Annabeth is here. Good times from now on. Uh, so that's chapter four, and uh, yeah, I, I really like this chapter. I I feel like a lot happens in this chapter, a lot that we don't expect, and a lot that we expect. Uh, obviously, the first three chapters were all exposition, all the build up to this chapter, and this is the release from now on. the book will give you all the information about like what's out there what what is Percy experiencing, what is happening um but Sally's gone, and that's sad, but we'll probably we'll probably know uh what happened to Sally if she's dead or not we don't know yet Um, Yeah, and this is the first fight scene in the PGO books and it was great I mean I think for a fight scene it should be uh, you should know the place uh, like the description should be good Um, and this was described great so I think we knew where the fight was taking place how Percy was dodging and jumping and how where the Minotaur was charging and everything Uh, so yeah so that was chapter four Um, so this is the end of another episode of Half-Bloods and Happy Meals I hope you guys enjoyed this second episode I'm prepping these episodes in advance because I won't be here Uh, I mean I won't be I'll be busy for a while uh, because I have exams coming up, but I am going to put out content for you guys, and uh, I hope you enjoy this content, and if you enjoy this content, please share this podcast with your fellow PJO fans, and when this show does come out on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. It really helps um, you know, to get the podcasts up there on the charts and get more listeners for me. Uh, well... This, this is it for today campers. See you in the next one. This episode was edited and produced by yours truly. If you want to reach the show, you can email me at Halfbloods and gmail.com. Halfbloods and Happy Meals is available wherever you get your podcasts. The major platforms are Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast, and I'll see you on the flip side.